Dr Frank Ockberg, what are your reflections on the circumstances in which the Goldwater Rule first came into existence? Well, there was fear about Goldwater and what his presidential approach might be and how he might lead toward a, a nuclear exchange. But it was really in bad taste and it wasn't professional for psychiatrists to answer a questionnaire about his mental state and for many of them to make comments that they did about his being psychiatrically impaired. So psychiatry in general suffered a loss of credibility and the Association of Psychiatrists decided that it should publish an ethical guideline that said, we don't do that. And in retrospect, it looks like the ethical guideline was more to protect the image of psychiatry than to define a constructive role for educated and scrupulous professionals to act within the limits of their professional expertise. So do you now think the Goldwater Rule should be looked at again and perhaps revised? Well, psychiatrists should participate in the public debate. Merely being a psychiatrist shouldn't eliminate a person who has a basis for contribution to a serious conversation from joining that conversation. But psychiatrists should be careful. And I think it's being careful in the service of their role as a teacher or a commentator to avoid being led by their own outrage or fear and help to define the basis for people and and large groups of people moving in a dangerous direction. It is said that all politics is theatre, so without personally examining an individual, how can you as a clinician know that the public persona that we see on television is the real person? How do we know it's not just an act, a performance? Well, see, this really does go to the heart of the concern in the Goldwater Rule. I believe I can tell a lot when there's been so much portrayed on television by the person himself. And and right now, I mean, let's face it, we are talking about Donald Trump. and, And we see him portraying himself in many different venues, in a debate, in an interview, in a speech, and then caught by candid camera when he didn't really expect to be revealed. So I think we have a lot of information. I do not want to go on the record with a diagnosis. I I don't feel I have the right to do that as a serious professional. But I can say that I'm deeply concerned as a voter and as a citizen by what I see as conduct that I would call unbecoming. So how can you envisage a new, perhaps more constructive relationship between the media and mental health professionals when we're discussing public figures like President Trump? It is a debate that is ongoing. It's a difficult debate, and and we want to clarify it. Psychiatry has a role in the public conversation about the character 
of President Donald Trump. And psychiatrists should speak from their knowledge. They should be careful, though, not to diminish the debate by throwing epithets or diagnostic labels around that are meant to insult rather than to clarify a pattern of behavior. And the journalist, you, are in the, in the role that a lawyer has in court of bringing out expertise in a rational and sober way and trying to keep this conversation scientific, dignified, and informative. And, and, and I would say ethics demands that the psychiatrist who has something to contribute make that contribution rather than freeze and silence the voice of psychiatry because it has been caricatured and used badly in the past.